one. Welcome to another edition of Gain and Retain 365, where our goal is to educate and motivate aspiring entrepreneurs. To all my entrepreneurs, my go-getters, and my everyday grinders, I'm talking to you. Today we have two very special guests. I'm going to allow them to introduce themselves. All right, VJ The Prince uh, of Legendary Institute, CEO, and also my wife, uh, Yolanda, Yolanda Joyner. <laughs> VP. VP of Legendary Institute, Barber College, uh, here in Little Rock, Arkansas. I am a also a 10-year breast cancer survivor. I am the founder of My Pink Mood. Uh, it's a charitable nonprofit breast cancer organization. And our mission is to aid disadvantaged breast cancer patients through inspiration, education, and empowerment through our community. That's dope. That's what it is. Yeah. That's dope, man. How y'all doing? Doing, doing great. Thank great, you for man. having us. Bless. We appreciate you. Yeah, it's a pleasure to have y'all here. Yeah. For okay. sure, for sure. Um, so, man, we don't waste no time. We're going we're gonna to dive right into it. I want to talk about this legendary institute. The name itself has so much power. Um, it's a powerful name. Tell the world about your establishment and what you guys have to offer to the community. Okay, well, uh, Legendary Institute is uh, the newest, uh, hottest brand new uh, college in Little Rock, Arkansas. Okay. Um, we pretty much provide education to the up-and-coming barbers and uh, continue to push uh the new image of professionalism and kind of stepping up as far as a career as uh, being a barber. Um, the way we're giving back to the community is uh, every Saturday we uh, have free haircuts for kids 12 and under and uh, we just continue to push that every every weekend and, and that's just how we pour into our community uh, on, a, on a weekly basis. Okay, VJ, let me ask you this. How long have you guys been, been established? How long has it been open? Uh, so we, we've been in business for uh, three years now, going on our third year, I think. Yeah, our third year now. Okay, okay. So obviously you got a background in barbering. Okay. How long have you been cutting hair yourself? Uh, so I've been cutting hair for uh, 12 years now, and I've been teaching uh, nine of those years, So Whoa. which kind of kind of took me into the uh, instructor instructor role. Uh, yeah. So okay. About nine years. So... As your wife, do you have yeah. <laughs> do you have a you have a background in in, in barbering, cosmetology? What's, what's I what? do I do I have a background in cosmetology. Okay, uh, I've been a licensed cosmetologist now for a couple decades. Okay, uh, I just yeah I am. <laughs> uh, I just. Um, received my, uh, I just crossed over for barbering since we have a barbering institution. Um, I want to be able to work all, you know, the whole business. I got you. And so um, being a cosmetologist didn't allow me to teach. So therefore I had to cross over. So I went through our crossover program from cosmetologist to a barber. Uh, so now I hold a cosmetologist and a barber's license. Yeah, yeah so... Uh, uh, I think doing hair been in our family forever. My mom was a kitchen beautician that did everybody hair in the neighborhood. Okay. You know, uh, okay. every day we come home from school, we got to wear uh, shampoo hair or rinse out some jerry curls or something. So I've been around um, the hair industry forever. So it's flowing through your veins. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah, so, for sure. So what, what, what really motivated you guys or inspired you all to, to start this barber college? What, what was it? What clicked and said, we need to open a school? Uh, well, really, what you want? <laughs> <laughs> well, really, I think the motivation behind uh, the school was just to set up uh, some financial freedom for our family, set up some generational wealth, mm -hmm. uh, changing the whole narrative of the black man, you know, and the black family. Yeah, yeah, and and allowing um, even other people that's watching to travel the same road and, and being able to find out that this can take your family and even other generations uh, further than we have, you know. I like that, man. That's, that's pretty much. Yeah, we're breaking generational curses, man. For sure. For sure. Educating our people with financial literacy, for sure, man. Um, yeah. I'm glad you said this. So share with us man like what doors of opportunity can a, a barber school open for for an individual because a, a lot of people don't know how profitable it can be um or maybe they do they do see that it can be profitable but maybe they don't know about the the all the hard work that goes in behind the scenes that they don't they don't see you know let's talk about the journey of getting this thing started okay okay cool so i mean as far as the work 
uh, like, you know, it started with just putting in the work as far as the 12 years of being a barber and just teaching. That kind of built up into where... Um, Let me ask you this, DJ. Okay. I don't mean to interrupt. Right, I want to make sure we educate. All right. For anyone who doesn't know, do you have to be a licensed barber or a licensed educator to own a school? No. That, I, no. You, you don't have to be actually be licensed uh, in anything. You just have to be a, a, a human being that want to open up a business. <laughs> that want, they got that $50, $60 to buy the business license. Okay. And okay. Uh, that's all pretty much what you need. Now, you are going to need a licensed instructor to run it okay. as far as the teaching part. You know, but uh, nah, you don't. You don't need no any type of licenses. You just need a little bit of courage, and uh, <laughs> a lot of know, courage. A lot of courage, and uh, <laughs> and uh, you know, some faith, and uh, you can make it happen. Yeah. yeah. Say it. All right. And did you want me going? Uh, yes, sir. Go Continue. Through? I just wanted to get okay. that out there. Okay. Okay. Um. So, so pretty much, like I said, so when the, when you start the business, you just have to get a business license, like any other business. Uh, you start off right there. Um, after you get the business license. Everything else has to line up with that uh, as far as your uh, bank account, you know, get a business bank account uh, where you file it, you know, use your EIN number. If you don't know what that is, uh, that's pretty much the number that you get when you um, get your business license. It's all free, so there's nothing you got to pay for. Um, all right, next, what's next? Well, the business license is free. I mean, uh, the you business license for. you got to pay for, yeah, but the but EIN yeah. number you don't have to pay for. So, but it kind of comes as a package, if that makes sense. I got you. Uh, so after that, um, after you get all the business licenses and stuff like that uh, done, you have to get some type of insurance to cover just in case of accidents or any type of incidents that happen on the school up to a million dollars. Okay. Uh, you have to get that type of insurance. Also, uh, you have to go through a process as far as uh, doing a presentation in front of the barber board, right? So it's like a little quick 30, maybe 45-minute presentation. Uh, just basically telling them and telling everything about the business and everything that you got planned on. Uh, uh, and I think really what they're looking for is that can you sustain yourself uh, at least these first couple of years before you receive uh, the accreditation, which is the next step of uh, a barber college. Okay, and we definitely want to get back to that. But right. you said that you have to you have to um, present a presentation in yeah. front of the board, right? Yeah, yeah. That's Arkansas. Barber board, board right. yeah. And that's yeah. something that anyone would have to do in their state, right? Yeah, everybody has to do that, yeah. Okay, so that's a part of like the state guidelines, something that you got to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, so that's another thing, too. You got to make sure you check whatever your state guidelines is. And they got a set of rules also that you got to uh, kind of go by. It's like a little checklist. And they want you to put together a, a little packet. Um, and they got like specifics on how they want it, you know, in a binder and all this kind of stuff. And uh, it just have to be these things listed. Uh, Basically, like a business plan that they gotta uh, just just be able to see what you know what what do you plan on doing as far as uh, making it and sustaining you know your first couple of years. Okay, so yeah. does it does it become like very tedious or is it is it pretty simple, pretty smooth? Uh, I wish it was smooth. <laughs> no, it's for sure <laughs> tedious because I think I just think anything that uh, that's worth it, man, it's gonna take some time and it's gonna take a lot of energy. As far as putting little things together, I think you just once you find out what your plan is, mm -hmm. and you just write them steps down. You just kind of follow them one by one, knock them out one by one, and don't try to eat it all at the same time. Yeah, I would say just just piece by piece. Uh, it turns it, it turns it makes it seem like it's easy, but uh, it seems like anything is easy if you break it down the right way. You don't have to eat. What they say, eat it like baby food. You don't have to eat steak right out the gate. I got you. I yeah, got yeah, you. yeah, yeah. Bit by bit. Yeah, Just a little bit. bit. Um, what what about the curriculum as far as the barber school? You want to say anything? I'm well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, the curriculum uh, for the barber school is pretty much uh, like like any other barber school. You have your barbering program, mm -hmm. which takes you about uh, nine to twelve months to uh, to complete. Mm -hmm. uh, we've been trying to get our students out in nine months uh, as, as much as possible. That's try to get nine them. months from the door to, yes. to board. To door to board, nine Ooh. months. We're trying to get them in and out. We ain't trying to hold on to them too long okay. at all. So nine months, uh, most of the time nine months. Some students have, have like spilled over into the 12 month. But, you know, that's that. all that time is kind of already in there anyway. Um, so that's the process as far as becoming a barber. Uh, you can also become a barber crossover, which is what my wife did. She already has a cosmetology license, and she just uses that license um, to cross over, which only takes 600 hours. So it takes four, roughly four to six months to go through a program like that. So it's like real, real quick. Okay. Uh, also, you have your instructor program, your barber instructor program. 
it's, it, it only takes 600 hours uh, and it takes four to six months to finish that. And all our programs is, uh, is, is the same price as far as our tuition. And we do have the lowest tuition in the state of Arkansas right now. Uh, we only charge 62, that's it, right? No. 5,200, no. oh, sorry, $10,200. Let me get that correct. You see, that's my baby right here. Yeah, because I, I will mess that up. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, so we charge $10,200 for, um, for uh, the barber education where our competitors charge $20,000, 18 to 20000 uh, for the same education. And, um, and also students that uh, qualify for our scholarships we also have a scholarship where to knock that tuition down, you know, drastically. Okay. Okay. Right. That's dope. That's dope. Mm -hmm. And most of our students pay out of pocket tuition. Another thing I wanted to add that uh, is something unique about us is that we, along with our curriculum, we have uh, partnered with Euler School of Business. Mm -hmm. And our students have firsthand at business plan. Uh, their own personal consultant because we know when we're most of us get in the industry the beauty industry or the barber industry to uh, be our own boss yes, we want that financial freedom we want the freedom of coming and going when we want and sometimes we're good technically but we're not meeting um, our expectations on the business side. Yeah. So we wanted to include that with our students, um, mm -hmm. giving them the opportunity to get a head start on the business plan, get the plan already started so when you get out of school, you know you have, uh, you know which direction you're going in. So that's the bonus that we do offer to all of our students that come through Legendary. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, the opportunity are, to partner with um, yeah, Euler School of Business. Yeah. Yeah. I like that because a lot of times, you know, professionals, don't, they don't focus on that enough because once you become a licensed barber or cosmetologist, you are a self-employed individual, mm -hmm. right? Right. You got to keep up with your taxes, you know, whether you're mm -hmm. going to pay quarterly or yearly. Mm -hmm. You got to pay state, federal taxes. You got to worry about FICA. That's, that's, sure. that's all a part of the being an adult, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? Just because you're self-employed doesn't mean you get to avoid paying off the sales because right. he will his and he'll come after you. He will. And I think that's um that's it's something to be said about individuals in this industry. A lot of times we try to avoid paying, but it come back and bite us in the long run when we get ready to buy vehicles or try to purchase homes, you know? Yeah. All yeah. of that is important and we don't see that. You know, mm -hmm. we wanna Yeah put the lowest on our taxes because mm, we mm. want to get the most back at the time, but in the long run, it, it's yeah, really not helping you. you. Yeah. Mm -hmm, you yeah. And I think especially with barbers, and that's another thing we, um, we went in because uh, VJ always talks about how the industry is watered down and, you know, he want to bring qualified and professional barbering back into the, you know, business mm -hmm, sure. uh, because, I, I, you know, yeah, some people treat it like it's not like it's not a career. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like it's not like we really don't take care of our family and and, and generations yeah. after that with this type of career. Some people treat it like a side gig, and that's cool for some people. Right? You right, know, right. I'm not 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 kicking nobody that that does that. But at the same time, the people that's in it 100 percent got to give it 100 percent, and they got to make sure they are giving a certain type of quality because. Uh, that's reflected on all those barbers in, in this whole state, you know, depending on how you treat your people or how stuff is going on in your uh, establishment, uh, people might reflect that on the state as a whole. And uh, I feel like that's important because our numbers as far as barbers are down. You know, I don't know if you know that. Uh, our numbers as far as barbering, I think we have a, a, a total of about... Well, a couple of years ago, it was 2,500. It was 2,500 Licensed. barbers. Licensed barbers? In yeah. Arkansas. State of Arkansas? State of Arkansas. Stop playing. Yeah, but compare that to the licensed cosmetologist, which is... 50,000. 50,000 in Arkansas. What? So, I, so when we started, that's, what kind of, that's another reason that kind of got us going. We like... We got to put more barbers in the industry. It's too many kitchen titians. It's too many mm -hmm. uh, uh, at-home barbers. Yes, yes, uh, and, and that's the reason why the state don't want to provide us with funding for mm -hmm. certain things. That's why the state don't, don't they want to shut us down. Mm -hmm. You know, it was even a couple of times where uh, we had to go to the state capitol because they were trying to say, oh, we're going to shut down all the barber colleges. We're just going to do some type of a apprenticeship. Yeah, yeah. it was that. crazy. So, and the reason is because of us, you know, and it, it, it just boils back down to the barber industry. 
it's the barbers in the industry that, you know, just not filing correctly. That's, and then they showing that, oh, we're not really making any money over here. Right. You know, and that's, and to a certain extent, I can understand, but if, if you're trying to grow, and it, and especially if people trying to look at our numbers, right. uh, that, that's important, it's man. Really it's us. very important. It's hurting us. It's hurting us as an industry as a whole. So, so yeah, that's our job, to push them out and to have them ready for business because after people graduate, <laughs> uh, that, that's all they do is graduate. And then they go in the shop right. and, 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 you know, they do the, the, that's the regular thing as far as working in the shop-wise. But when it's time to open the shop or it's time to run the business, like nobody really had the information on that. And uh, that's why we provide our students with a free consultant, business consultant, to help them along the way and also help them with the funding to start it. Because that's another thing that's uh, attacking the industry, us as a whole and us as black people. It's hard to get money. True. Right? True. So True. us teaming up with them made it a little bit easier for us to, to get get that money because of the relationship that Euler School of Business have with the local funding and the um, banks and stuff that's around. So, so they, they, yeah. they help them with a business plan and they yes. also direct them towards funding also. Okay, so help them with resources yes. as well. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, for sure. That's what's up, man. That's what's up. Have you had any of your graduates take advantage of that? Uh, not to a certain extent. Maybe a couple, I think. Okay. Maybe one or two. That's the thing too. It's like we got when it's out there. It seems like people not taking Take advantage, advantage of it, of it. Right. but uh, right. we just got to make sure we continue to put the information mm -hmm. out there, right. like you said, and do our job. Um, but, uh, I mean, we as, even us as um, school owners, we took advantage of it, and that's why we implemented it into our school, because okay. Euler is actually the people that helped us, helped us, helped us get started, um, provide us with the funding, helped us with our business plan to get it right mm -hmm. for the funding, uh, connect us with the people, and Hey man, I salute, bro. I, yes, sir. I salute y'all being transparent and open about who assisted y'all, who yeah. who gave y'all to assist with the play. Because yeah. a lot of times, people that have information, they just hold on to it. Um, like, yeah. I ain't going to tell them. They help, <laughs> they help, they help the folks yeah. out over there. I ain't going to tell them because they yeah. might do better than me. Yeah. yeah. Like, I, I appreciate that. Bro. Yeah, that's, know. That's, a, that's a hunter right there. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah, we know the difference between, uh, you know, what God got for us yes, and what exactly. God can provide for somebody else. Yeah. And if Same the information is came came to us this way, I mean, yeah. we can. It's nothing for us to give to somebody else. You're not yeah. you're not stopping what we got going on. I don't know if you think you do. <laughs> you think you do? You can get the whole okay. blueprint. It don't know, mean right? that the sauce gonna taste like mine. Yeah. You know, yeah. and that's just yeah. that's just what it is, man. Yeah. We believe in the power of God. We're gonna continue to keep our faith, yes. and we know that He guiding us the entire way. There's yeah. no time that we had where we were down that we didn't. Uh, 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 he ain't come through for us. Right. He yeah. stay coming through. Yeah. Right. And I think the whole objective is is to keep going and to never stop. Yeah. You know, because he gonna guide everything else. Man, yes, for you. sure. For if he sure. be if he for you, man, the whole world gonna be against you. Yeah. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. We're gonna yeah. keep moving. Yeah. Um, man, I wanna kind of rewind just a little okay. bit. I wanna touch bases on the tuition. You know, right. You said you had the cheapest tuition. Or, no, not the cheapest. I don't like cheap. The most affordable, affordable yeah. tuition in the state of Arkansas, right? It's going for ten thousand two hundred bucks, right? Mm -hmm. That's what we. Had. That's what the missus says. Yes, yes, that's true. All right, all right. So with ten thousand two hundred compared to other institutions who are charging twenty twenty grand, would you say that twenty thousand dollars for a barber license is is too much? I would. I, I wouldn't say it was. It was too much. Um, oh, I gotta think about that. <laughs> that's a that's a good question. That's a good question. Um, I mean, it's a it's a controversial topic right now. Um, yeah. A lot of people discussing the tuition as far as becoming a barber, and you know, you got people that say it's that's too high, and you know, you got people that see it from a different perspective. And they say, well, look at the money that you're going to make once you become a licensed barber. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I would and, say, and, I, and I guess it's the people that say it's too high that don't take this industry serious. Yes. A lot of people don't know this is a billion dollar industry. Billion right? dollar, billion, billion dollar, dollar industry. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. All right. Yeah. So, uh, what was the question again? <laughs> no, you said how, do you, how, how do you feel about the, the cost of tuition? Yeah, like, so I feel like I feel like the cost of tuition is. I would say that it is. I think I think right now ten thousand. I think we had a sweet spot, but at the same time, the industry is charging uh, a certain fee. And it's and, and it's it's a it's a name they go by. It's called uh, the market price. Was it the market price? Or is it? It's it's one of those terms. But be, but pretty much just saying that this is basically what everybody's charging for this type of education so, across the board. That's, that's the average. 
That's the average. In the, in the United States. In the U.S. No matter if you go to Los Angeles, California, you're going to play roughly 20 bands to become a barber. Yes, that's the average. It's the average. Oh. And, then, and then the crazy thing about the accreditation is that once you get the, let's say once you get the accreditation, they still won't let you charge too low because then they standards will be dropped. Right. If that make any sense. Say, say less. Right. They say, say oh, you have to charge exactly what we're charging. This is how much this type of education costs. And then sometimes grants are enough to even pay for their education. So, I mean, it just depends on which direction you're going in. What would you, what you think yeah. about it? I, I feel the same way. I, um, like you said, it's a billion-dollar industry. So I feel like a $20,000 $20, education is a full, it's not too much, especially when you factor in the cost of living and everything that goes into it. Um, everything that goes in the background, people are just looking at, oh, you paying this school 20000 All that money is not coming to the school, right. mm -hmm. you know? And so that's some things that uh, I think the average person don't think about. But yeah. for me, I don't think. They don't know. Yeah. They don't know how many people got their hands in y'all pockets. Yeah, yes. that's the thing, too. And you got to know, too, that anything that's, like I said, again, worth it is going to take uh, an investment. And if that's yes. time, if that's money, if that's gaining extra education, mm -hmm. you have to put something into it to right. get something out of it okay. uh, regardless of what you're doing. Because right. uh, I know college tuition is, is probably high, is way higher than that. Come on, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. I know I'm why, 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 <laughs> uh, why the majority of the United States in debt behind student loans? That's true. That's true. So I, I'm going to be honest. I just want a child perspective. I feel like 20 grand is reasonable for the simple fact you could you could leave barber school or cosmetology school and make six figures your first Easy. year. Yep. You, Easy. Can, you can make it your first year. I mean, and not even be that good. And, and make, not even and be make. that good. So, Lord forbid, you're uh, you're amazing. You know what I yeah, mean? So, <laughs> I'm just yeah, saying. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Because yeah. you know the going price, the going prices right now, Arkansas. For haircuts. I know for haircuts about forty, fifty dollars somewhere up in there. So that's if it. you're making forty, fifty dollars a haircut, you easy making. Making six figures, right? For if you, sure. You, as long as you go to the shop, yeah. As long as you're in, the money, the money coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah most definitely, yeah. most definitely. So let me let me ask you this, because you mentioned you mentioned accreditation. Mm -hmm. um, and for anyone that doesn't know exactly what accreditation is, would you would you explain to my okay. listeners? Okay. So uh, accreditation, um, accreditation pretty much is uh, accreditation pretty much is basically um, a system that that turns your school from being uh, uh, not funded at all to being federally funded by the U by the government. Uh, it takes our uh, let's just say it like this: it takes our tax bracket from whatever we've been making to our million dollars that we're trying to get to. So that's the difference as far as accreditation. Yes, we're able to take except except federal funding. Yeah, so like kind of like FAFSA and stuff like that, grants, uh, all the stuff we'll be able to, to accept it because we'll be federally federally funded. Um, it's pretty much just giving us the. Um, Kind of solidifying the school as being okay. what it is. So that's that. That's that game changer. Yeah, that's the next, next level, level right? Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. So how does a barber college or a cosmetology school sustain in the beginning? Because how long does it take to become accredited? Uh, take a total of. Well, you have to be in business at least two years, at or least two have years. at least graduated one class. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, what was the question again? So how how do we make it through that those those? Oh, first so you're saying oh, how do you make it through the hard times? Where, where, where the funding come from? It's a lot of prayer. <laughs> That's the same question we were asking all of all the. the uh, when we first got started, we were yeah. asking it like, man, how y'all how y'all doing? How do you do for it? so many years and not? It's That's not hurting you. Yeah, it's, it's like I said. That's a part of the faith part of it. It's keeping the faith, mm -hmm. you know, and putting in some work. Yeah. So. We, 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 like and I said, being strategic in your planning. Yeah, for sure, for sure, for yeah. sure. Like I said, even with putting out those free haircuts every weekend, it's, it's gaining our clientele, so that's helping us sustain. Also, uh, the um, payment plans were oh, affordable yeah. for our students. Yeah, yeah. We made tuition affordable. Yeah. We went way below yeah. um, what our competitors. Yes. <laughs> yeah, when we first started out, first year, I think we was charging. Um, it was it was uh, it was still ten thousand. thing we was giving more we more scholarship, mm -hmm. uh, uh, yeah, to help them with the um, to help them with the tuition. Yeah. So it like I said, we started out low. I think the what was the tuition like two or three hundred dollars a month or something like that. Yes, it something was like, like fifty dollars a week. Really? Something like that. Yeah. Yes. So and it, we thought For the first year and a half. And that's the thing. Like even when we was talking about with the twenty thousand, it's like you want to help, but then it's like you kind of hurt yourself. If you're not charging the right price, because right. yes. it's going it's gonna to trickle down all through the rest of it, mm -hmm. you know, so uh, even our monthly fees had to be on point. And right now they're at $500 a month, but it's decent 
you know, we floating, but it still could be better. You know what I'm saying? I got you. Uh, I got you. Yeah, uh, yeah. So certain certain individuals, they, they can qualify for, I know in the state of Arkansas, like Arkansas Rehab. Yeah. They qualify for that, right? Yeah, yeah, we accept you, that. You guys accept that? Yeah, we accept Arkansas Rehab. What about, like, what about when you're dealing with vets? Like, yeah, veterans. So we, we just now put in our uh, veterans uh, application, uh, application mm-hmm. and uh, we should be receiving that within the next year. Uh, it's pretty much just an application process, but you still have to be in school. I mean, uh, school has to be open still for at least a year before the veterans kick in. Because they can use GI Bill? Yeah, yes. yeah, all of that, all of that. Mm-hmm. Okay, and yeah. then, like, anyone else, they, like, strictly on a payment plan, right? Yeah, most. Yeah, pretty much most of our students have been on a payment plan. All our students came in and, uh, you know, they pay, like, a little down payment. Uh, right now it's $500, and then they pay $500 a month. Until they graduate, and it's some what they call it. They call it a, a balloon. balloon payment. So at the end of the, in the, at the end of the uh, they term, they pay the rest of the remaining balance, and that's it. Uh, that's pretty much how I go for every for all of our students. Mm-hmm. And then the two kind of talk told us that you know our students had to be serious if they were willing to come out of their pocket and, and pay for their own education. Let you know what type of what, what type yeah. of person you're dealing with. Yeah, and that's yeah. another thing too. We have a we have a, a nice you know as far as us choosing our students, we try like to choose. Um, am I saying that correctly? <laughs> I'm just saying we like to choose decent students that want to do it because our motto is or our mission is uh, uh, sculpting highly motivated individuals into innovative, successful professionals. Oh, that's the mission statement. That's yes. the mission. Ooh, that's the mission. Like so you got to hey, run that back. Run that back. Run yeah, that so, back. So the mission statement is sculpting highly motivated individuals into innovative, successful professionals, Ooh. and which basically means. You gotta want it for yourself. Yeah, we not that. we not a barber school that's gonna drag you through it, push you through it, beg you, call you, none of that. Uh-huh. We just we want the ones that want it. Okay. And that's 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 what's gonna hopefully uh, uh, sustain our success because all of our students coming out are hard hitters. They hard in their marketing. They hard in they everything they doing. And you can see it on our students if you follow them on social media. If you follow their barbering career, you can tell that they already wanted it. And we just gave them that extra boost. And now they just exploding out there, you know, and it's just because we don't want to have to baby people. And, and, and I think that's wrong with our society. We're being too lenient, babying people so much and trying to cater to them when in actuality, you got to go get it. We can't, once you graduate, what you going to do? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Them, them clients don't just walk in the building yeah. without you going to go get them or, or put any type of advertising or marketing behind it. You got to put in some work. Uh, and that's what, that's the type of student we want. And, uh, you know, so that's our direction. Okay, so sure. I was listening when you were talking, you were like the type of student that we want. So do you guys, you hand select, what's the process of choosing your students? Yeah, so the process of choosing the students, is, as, as weird as it may sound, it's a vibe check. Okay. And, you know, and it's just basically off of what type of vibe we feeling off of the student when we interview them, when we're going through our uh, orientation process. That's the whole thing. You know, if, if the vibe is right, if everything is flowing, mm-hmm. then we good. If, but if it's not flowing correctly, we got to make sure it flow correctly. Because the importance of the, the, the atmosphere flowing correctly is, is going to determine the success of everybody else in there. Mm-hmm. Right? And if we get one person in there that's not on the same yeah. level, gonna, not going in the same direction. Throw off the energy. Bro. Yeah, well, yeah we're going to throw them off the energy, yeah. too. We yeah, Lord. <laughs> yeah, we're going to get them right on up out of there, and we're going to keep that energy flowing. Because yeah. Yeah. that's how important it is yeah. to us, man. Like, that's why the industry, the industry is so important to us. And we got to make sure we're putting out efficient barbers and people that actually want it. You know, nothing against, like I said, again, part-time barbers, but we want the full-time, full-blast barbers, mm-hmm. yes. for real. We're not yeah. even offering part-time out. Um, no, not even. Full-time students or nothing? Only, yeah, yes. that's it. Okay. That's yes. it, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. Man. We just want to make sure we're putting out the right type of person, man. I like that, you know? I like that, yeah. yeah. And, that, and that vibe, man, that energy, man, that's that's mandatory. It's important, man. Nobody that's going to lower your frequency. Mm-hmm. Man, you that's know? deep for us. People that's going to come around and try to do that. Mm. That's that's poison, man. It's yeah, toxic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so I'm, I'm I'm taking it that you don't you don't have any problem, man, as far as the the acquisition of of your of your students, right? Um, mm-hmm. there's no problem getting students into legendary because you know on gain and retain, that's what we talk about. We talk about the acquisition and we talk about the retention, right? Mm-hmm. How you get them, how you keep them coming back. Okay, you know what I mean. Okay, I got you. So. How how has that process been? We'll say as far as getting the message out to the masses, as far as your establishment, what techniques have you guys used? What has worked for you? Uh, well, the, well, the number one technique that's worked for us is has been uh, social media. You know, pretty much, because uh, that's 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 what it is. Um, 
uh, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, uh, just all of those channels. We just took advantage as far as pushing, you know, the school image on everybody, uh, pushing uh, our mission uh, on everybody as far as across our social media. And that's pretty much where all our students came from. They either seen us on social media or somebody seen us on social media and told a friend. It seemed like uh, referrals. Yeah, referrals and all that kind of stuff. Even from the students that, that went uh, prior years, they referring different students. Um, our goal for the first year was, was uh, I think, just five students. And uh, we surpassed that. Which y'all, which y'all hit? Yes, we just hit 10. We doubled it. Say yeah, it, we doubled man. it. We Say doubled it. it. So, you know, okay. God is good, man. And then oh, we man. just keep progressing. So our next uh, our next year, we did the same. We ended up hitting about 12. And this year, we our goal is about 20 to 40 students. We want to, like, quadruple that thing. For sure. Yeah, uh, sure. Uh, yeah, but, yeah, social media pretty much has gotten, you think? Yeah, mostly, I think. Yeah, most of social media have got all our students, to be honest. And then uh, we have a certain look. We have an all-white school. Mm-hmm. So that's another thing uh, we wanted to catch the attention of people walking by, seeing this all-white establishment. Uh, When we go out, our students on Saturdays, they're in Mm -hmm. all-white. Through the week, we're black. and on. um, So I think when uh, people see the energy and the things that we do in the community and see us out moving around, then it's like, uh, okay, well, who is that? You know, who are they? And I think it kind of kind of sets the message and set the tone that, you know, we are legendary. Yeah, so, yeah for sure. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. I often say that um, that's another way, too, that we, we've been actually uh, staying as far as uh, relevant. I would just say relevant because we've been staying in our community as far as, you know, cutting hair and doing givebacks. And we even giving out food for Thanksgiving every year, for Christmas every year. We feed 10 families. Uh, and we just stay in the mix. We yeah, even we partner with uh, Little Rock School District. We're cutting, uh, coming to the schools once a month to cut the kids at the school um, and and just keeping them groomed up. And we also want to even implement a plan on just helping men and and women just stay in groomed, you know, just the importance of being groomed up. Uh, That's just, you know, we've been just trying to make connections and make our network equal our network. (laughs) Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's something to be said about, man, when you you give back, man, it always come back to you, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. a boomerang, it yeah. come back. So you can't give without eventually receiving. Yeah. Um, but I know That's we were talking off camera, man. You know, you and your brother been doing a, the student barber battle for years, right? Yeah. So I know your social media presence was, you know, yeah. pretty pretty good, right? And I'm sure that helped a lot yeah. once you opened yeah. the school. The oh, students yeah. probably seen that. that. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. great to get on the, uh, you know, your podcast, you get to forget and stuff. But, yeah. but yeah, it's, um, the barber, the, the, the the competition of the barber schools going head to head to see who got the hottest barber school or whatever I think it is for sure for sure lit a match on the whole industry as far as barber schools and what they doing as far as students and pushing them out and it's taking them to the next level where it put them on that platform to where okay this is the newest barbers coming out out of school we putting all of them out on the platform where everybody can see them uh, you know and um, I think it's really opened up a lot of doors for us as far as relationship-wise mm-hmm. and building it with the even the guys that's in the beginning stages of barber school yeah. up into graduation. You know, they know us all the way to the end. Yeah. I don't know where we can go. <laughs> and, <laughs> and where we can go, and we don't yeah. know nobody as far as being a barber in the hair industry because we try to stay in the mix, in man. The mix. And, yeah. and we walk every last one of our students across the barber board. That's just that's our, that's our purpose the, for yeah. sure. All we cross, yeah. And you yeah, establish a relationship, man. Yeah, we, yeah, the relationship thing, we know for sure, like 2023, man, we know that it's it's about the relationships and continue to connect with people and yeah. continue to use those connections because uh, what's the use of getting them if you can't use them and vice versa, letting them use you, right. you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. For sure. What, what would y'all say, man, was like the most difficult part of this journey? Like, you know, Whenever you start a business, it's going to be some trials and tribulations, right? Mm-hmm. We all deal with adversity. What was that one thing that had y'all like, man, forget this? <laughs> like, I know you had that moment. I I probably had the moment. Because, <laughs> <laughs> look, I, I've been an entrepreneur all my life. Okay. And right at the end, I decided to get a job that I liked. Right before we opened the school, really? a, a couple what was of that? years, I was an activity 
activities director at uh, an HBCU. Okay. And I love this job. Yes, and we were in the process of putting the plan together for the barber college. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm, I'm helping on the side, but I can see my husband is needing me full time. Mm -hmm. And he was in my ear like, look, you got to quit this job. And I'm like, no, I like my job. What am I going to do? What are we going to do? We don't have any students. We don't have this. We don't have that. I'm thinking about all the things that we don't have. And, and it's freaking me out. And I'm like, uh, he's like, look, you got to quit that job. So I'm, I'm trying to figure out, okay, well, how can I save this job and still come over to Legendary? But I knew I couldn't do it. I knew I had to come in 100%. But the thought of the finances mm -hmm. was scaring the heck out of me, not knowing, okay, who's going to pay us to educate them? Who's going to come in here, pay, pay out of pocket? Because we don't have financial aid. We don't have any of these resources no. that uh, helps the student pay for tuition. Right, right. So I think that was the part where I kind of got overwhelmed with just the beginning of, know, of not knowing the other side of what's going to happen. That uncertainty. That yeah, uncertainty. Sure. Mm. And so I think that's kind of what got me. But um, Baby was, I don't, this guy got stupid faith. I mean, it's, 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 <laughs> it's crazy because when I say, that he doesn't worry mm. about nothing. I'm the worrier. I'm the one that's, you know, with the details and maybe this, that, and other. And he's like, we just gotta place God first <laughs> and allow him to use you as the vessel to add value to every individual. We <laughs> <laughs> that for real. That part, Matthew 22, 36. <laughs> Listen, yeah. this dude got... I don't know. I don't Crazy know. Fight. I'm telling yeah, you, it's sure. like he never, ever, it, even with the hard times, even when it's like this bill is due, that bill is due, this happened, that happened. It's like, man, uh, it's going to be all right. God can work it out or it's already worked out or don't worry. And when I tell you it works itself out, yeah. it, it works itself every out time. Every, every time. time. And so he kind of gets me to, you know, knowing that, stop worrying. Um, at the end of the day, quitting is not an option. Mm -hmm. We got to figure it out, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. so we just got to keep moving. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. That's what's up, sure. man. I, got, I really admire what y'all got, man. It's definitely a, a power couple, man. Yeah. I've been watching y'all movement for a while before I had a chance to officially meet y'all, man. And everything y'all do is like y'all move in unity. It's at one. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's, it's dope to really see yeah. our people do that. You know what I mean? Yeah, sure. And to really be building something that's going to affect the world. You feel yeah. what I'm saying? Man, I salute y'all 100%. Um, for sure. So let me let me ask you this. Um, mentors, any any anyone that you guys look to for, for advice, um, just maybe to vent, you know, to get some words of encouragement. Any any mentors that you have? Um, I do. Well, I got a couple of them. Um, do do we share the names or? If you want, if you okay. want to, that's up to you. Um, yeah. Well, no, I won't share that. <laughs> I don't know what they want. They want my name, their names out there. But I do have a, a professor that. Um, um, oh, yeah. Mentors, I I love her. She has a great spirit. Um, she moves with God, and I love it. Uh, we also have ran to another mentor, and mm. um, he's teaching us about the mindset and money okay. and our finances. Sure. So uh, yeah. that's something that uh, we were looking for. We really was looking for a mentor mm -hmm. uh, in place of that because that was something that was missing out of our life, and it was like, oh, wow, we need to find a mentor and over here, a mentor over there, and so it kind of helps us stay growing within. Mm -hmm. you know. So when you got the accountability, the accountability that uh, it kind of pushes you that's a lot it. harder. Because uh, you got to have a mentor, man. Yeah. That's the thing. Like, and we had a hard time finding mentors in the beginning. Yeah. 
but I think uh, eventually we just kind of gravitated to them. Mm -hmm. I mean, most of my mentors are some of the uh, black school owners here mm -hmm. in Arkansas. I kind of try to, like I said, I try to talk to almost all of them if I can. I try to pick their brain or just try to unload some of this. Sometimes it'd be stressful, you know, uh, just kind of see what, you know, what did you do or uh, which road did you take or, you know, what's a different idea. And they always tell me to stay innovative. You got to stay innovative. You got to stay innovative. You know, what can you do in this industry? Stick to what you know and, and go off on that, you know. Uh, and uh, it's been, you know, like I said, barber school owners. Um, like you said, with the business professional, um, like I said, Mr. Benito, I just like to throw his name out because he's he a real good dude. <laughs> that's, that's a real. In the community. That's, and, a, that's uh, a real. And uh, he, say he it is. Again. Yeah, Benito, man. He, is really, real. he really helped us as far as, like I said, even with the, just the mindset of even just getting your mind just back around yeah. of the plan and working the plan and not thinking too small, you know? Uh, sometimes we think, we still think small, even in the midst of us opening a barber college, our mind still kind of holds us to these small dreams when, you know, the power of God is like unstoppable and we can't put him on this little level when he got so many things that he can do, you know? Yeah. And, um, we got to stop limiting, limiting uh, the resources of, of, of God himself, you know. Uh, yeah, and that's just that's what's been keeping us going, man, the whole way because we know his power and I understand his power and I know it takes faith and it takes uh, a little bit of craziness to even keep walking towards this because people don't see it. And when you see it on your own, it feels like you're crazy. But <laughs> yeah. eventually when they get to happen and the doors get to open, it's like it was worth it because some people – not saying that they're not believers, but maybe they just didn't believe as much, yeah. you know. And then when they see you cross the road, it's like, okay, well, I do believe. He had to be. I know where he started from. Right, right. You know. For real, for Yeah, real. I know where he started from. He kept saying he was going to do it. Man. And it actually man. happened, you know. Manifestation yeah. is real, man. Talking to the Lord and praying to him about your dreams and where you're going and where he wants you to, where you want to be and where you want him to do for you. Like, all this yeah. stuff is very important as far as, just trying to stay grounded in what you want and where you're going and what you, like I said again, what you want. You got to know exactly what you want, where the goal is, you know, making a plan out how to get through the, through the goal, to the goal. And it's just, that's just really important, man. You got to get that, you got to get that dream out your brain and on some paper, you know, and give yourself a roadmap. Yeah. And execute. Cause without a roadmap, we just out here running in circles, man. And there's so many people that got, so many ideas, bro. I, I got this. I got this. I got this. Yeah, yeah. All this, like, man, you ordered yeah, down yet? Right. You ordered yeah, down yeah, yet? You ordered yeah. down yet? Yeah. You ordered down yet? What you gonna do to execute? Yeah, because yes. because you really just you just talking if you ain't wrote it down yet. You know, if it's not hard to something, take you serious. Yeah, yeah, it's hard to take you serious when you don't have your plan on some type of paper. You know, um, and it's hard for you to even remember because I know life is always knocking you up and down. And you're going to forget the plan. Oh, man, we get so many ideas <laughs> in Like, you get, man, you get so many thoughts a day. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. crazy. That's why it's important to write it. Yeah. yeah. True. But, man, like you were saying, man, how you you have people that really don't see your vision, you know, and they like, ah, oh, they don't see how it's going to happen, right, until mm -hmm. you bring it to fruition. But I tell people all the time, I'm sure everyone thought Moses was crazy until it started to rain, right? Mm -hmm. And then they, they felt where my boy was coming from, but it, it was too late, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, but, you know, kind of piggyback off what your wife said, man, um, as far as that mindset shift, you know, having individuals that's going to help you change your mindset because a lot of times we operate in, in scarcity, right? Mm -hmm. We, you know, we got yes. these limited beliefs. Like yes. we just, we just see uh, a duplex, but, but guys see us having a hundred units, you know what yes. I'm saying? Or we just yes. see a single family home. Guys see us owning uh, the links apartments, yeah. you know, two, three hundred units, two, three hundred doors, you That's know what I'm saying, in abundance. Yes. But a lot of times we keep ourselves down here, but he want us way up high. Yeah. So yeah. having people that's like, hey, think bigger, you know what I mean? Right. And you surround yourself with that type of energy, it's going to rub off on you. For real. Yeah. That's, that's the truth. That yeah. is. That's the truth. That's why it's important to have them people around you. Yeah. For sure. It helps. It helps along the journey, man, especially when you need that extra push. That extra push, them, them guys, them people push you, you know, and it's, it, they, they say the easy, the quicker way to get to your goal is to talk to a mentor that's already did it. Mm. You know what I'm saying? That's the it. quickest way. I believe. Yeah, it. yeah. Stop running, trying to find, figure it out. If right. Somebody did. Could it. reinvent the wheel. Yeah, don't know? reinvent the wheel, man. Just no, go and hey, hey, man, what did you do? Yes. Right. And some people share. You know, yeah, some people, people will share. Genuinely. You just gotta 
Uh, go get it. Yeah. Uh, I say you ask not because you have, and you have not because you ask. That's, that's it, man. You gotta ask some yeah. people, ask some questions. Man, mama said it. Close, <laughs> Meet some people. Close, close mouth, mouth. get fed. For sure, yes. for sure. Sure. Uh, but yeah, yeah. Let me uh, let me ask you this, man. What um, what what are some of the up and coming projects that you guys have on the on the burner? What's what's coming up next for Legendary? Um, what is well, the, the newest thing, uh, like I spoke about, was the. With the partnership with the with the middle schools, uh, Little Rock School District, and uh, teaming up with them and keeping their schools, uh, the students, the underprivileged students, and just even the ones that just want to be groomed uh, once a month. That's one thing that we're starting. Good. And accreditation. Uh, accreditation, which is the number one thing that's popping right now. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, getting past that, yeah. that goal. Uh, also, like you said, again, the My School Better Than Yours student barber battle. It happens every year, so we got to put that on. That's that's. That's on the burner, and uh, what else, babe? And you've just been selected to uh, be. Oh yeah, I've just been selected to 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 be an instructor at the uh, the biggest international hair show in the world, uh, the Barner Brothers Hair Show man, in New Orleans. Awesome. Congratulations, so guys, bro. good man. Yeah, yeah. So we continue to open doors for us, and uh, that's how I know we're going in the right direction. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. Because things are just unfolding, unfolding, and then like I said, two of them seeds that we been planting over the years, uh, we just now seeing it sprout up. You know, we've been in the game. I mean, I've been in the industry for 12 years, but it just now started just birthing as far as everything that we done put in as far as work-wise. Uh, it just start, started sprouting right now. Yeah, yeah, I can see it. Man, that's yeah, for that's sure. What's up, man. That's uh, what's up. Yeah. I don't know. I'm saying, I don't know if I talked about how I started, but I don't know if you <laughs> skipped it over. I didn't. I didn't. Okay. I actually didn't ask you how you got started. I think I asked... How long you been doing? Oh, okay, but okay. What 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 triggered? How did you get started? All right, so in the first place. I just wanted to make sure I tell this. <laughs> right, no, I've been I'm glad night. you reminded yeah. me, bro. I've been okay. thinking all night, like, dang, how I'm gonna say this story? And I've been, I've been, I was talking to my wife about it too. I was like, man, I don't know how she like to say it. How you always say it? Well, you know, I just want to make sure I'm clear on everything. But uh, I, I actually never was. I was never into barbering. That's the thing. Really? Yeah, that's the crazy part about the whole story. Yeah, I, uh, my brother was actually cutting hair before me. Okay. Uh, shout out to A State the Barber. Uh, he was cutting hair before I was, and um, he was just, let, let's say, I, I had moved to Memphis, Tennessee, like around 11, 12th grade, and uh, I just was getting in a lot of trouble, man. My brother kept calling me. He was in Little Rock still, saying, VJ, uh, you know, come get in the, just come be a barber, you know, try this barber thing out. I said, bro, I don't want to be no barber. That's, that's never, it never was one, none of my dream, never was a dream of mine, you know, and he was cutting hair. Uh, way long when we was kids, he used to cut our hair. So he was pretty much like the inspiration behind it. Um, but anyway, I was getting in a little trouble, and I had, let's say I went to jail for longer than I ever went in my life. Uh, so it kind of set me down for a minute and just gave me time to think. And uh, when I was in there, I ran into this Mexican guy, called him like a sensei. I really call him Mexican Ninja Turtle, yeah. as weird as that sounds. <laughs> right? I ran to this Mexican guy, he didn't speak no English. <laughs> Okay. And he had three fingers Stop playing, man. on each hand. Stop playing. Mexican Ninja Turtle, man. What? I'm telling you, seriously. Yeah, so the Mexican Ninja Turtle was so cold, he was cutting all of his Mexican friends. Come on, man. He got six fingers. Man, he was cutting hair in there. Razor in a comb, six fingers. And he drew a couple portraits for me and a couple people in there uh, <laughs> uh, at the time. The six fingers, man. So sometimes I get to, I mean, just when I was in there, I was just thinking to myself, Damn, I'm just complaining. Or damn, I'm just going, living my life, my life in 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 just the wrong uh, light. And and this man got six fingers and he making it happen. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that and that really was just like a, a a message from God. I felt he was just saying like, you know, why not try this out? You know, why not try this out? So I go to the Mexican guy. He cutting hair. I'm like, man, is there any kind of way you can teach me to cut the black people? Because he was only cutting the Mexican guys. And uh, he was like. You know, he didn't speak no English. And he was like, yeah, I could teach you, basically. And he taught me how to do it. I started getting good. I cut all the black guys. Then I started cutting all the white guys in there. So I just was doing good. I was making some money. Uh, 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 what they call it? Uh, commissary. <laughs> commissary. I was making commissary. And uh, on top of that, I was feeling good about making people feel good. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? It started making me feel like, oh, well, maybe this is something. Maybe this is something I can do for life. You know, I got to getting so good that the guards ended up bringing in clippers, and I ended up cutting everybody in the jail. They was like, well, you can cut this part, this part, this part. 
you know, everybody. They just let me get everybody with the clippers. And I really was just doing even all over, and I knew how to do a nice line, you know what I'm saying? Because I always used to line myself up. And uh, I knew how to do a, a nice line. And like I said, I just took it as, you know, God was just showing me, like, this is something you can do. It don't seem like it's work. Uh, and, and also, you're blessing people with, you know, with being groomed and feeling good about themselves. Kind of like how uh, uh, Emmett, uh, not Emmett Smith, but Deion Sanders say you look good, feel good, they pay good. Yes, sir. And that's yes, just what it is. Yes, um, that's how my life, that's how my life changed. Changed because from there, there on, I, uh, once I got out, I, I ran to barber school, came back home, uh, ran to barber college. And my brother was kind of playing too, so I kind of had to motivate him to finish school. We ended up graduating at the same time. Okay. And uh, I, I've been, and I done took off ever since, man. That's to be honest, uh, and and that's and like I said, that's how I knew. Uh, uh, in my brain, I was already knowing like I, I know I want to set my family up. I know I want to do something big in this industry, and I didn't didn't want to keep it at the uh, ground level. I wanted to do something bigger that was gonna set my family up for life, and that's what that was my goal uh, the whole way. So, um, so I started barber school. I got in there, I graduated, um, and, and, and was in the industry for about four or five years, and I was like, I just want to start teaching. I opened up a shop, and uh, I had been teaching, you know, up until, up until now. And, and, you know, I met my wife, my beautiful wife in college. I did go to college, too. Like I said, this thing opened up a lot of doors for me. Went to college, like I said, met my wife. I got my bachelor's, my, my master's degree in business. Uh, like, I really never thought that was possible, you know, getting that and... Uh, and we teamed up, and we found out we can work well together. And I had to marry my best friend. You know what I'm saying? And that's how we met in college, uh, getting getting our life together. And um, it just changed my life, man. The whole thing just, man, it's just a big. It, I mean, and that's why my faith is so crazy. And that's why I know that God always got something for you. And that, you know, if you just kind of hold on, he he gonna he gonna show you. And and if you if you can sit back, and if he'll give you some time to sit back. And just relax and just block everything else out. You can hear him talking. Mm -hmm. I'm telling you, like, and, and and I heard him and I continue to hear him, and I know the plan that he got for us as a family, uh, changing generations, just even the barber industry, my family. Um, I know the power is just crazy. Just showing people his power, and that's that's what I plan on doing for the rest of my life. Showing his power, showing his extreme blessings. This year is going to be the year of extreme blessings, and uh. I want to. I just want people to know that he real and that he really is doing things out here and working out here, and that it's not just all me and my wife. Yeah, we're a great team, but God is providing this thing for us. Uh, we're not just doing it all on our own. We are putting in the work because that's what the books say. Yeah, yeah uh, you yeah, know. Yeah. But uh, he opening the doors when things look like it's not going right. He just turned them jumps. Yeah, and that's just how our journey been the whole way. way. Like even my wife didn't want to quit her job. Once she did quit, though, things just started rolling, you know, start rolling, they start rolling, you know. They said that faith without work is dead. Man, yes. man, it's a beautiful thing, bro. And, and just, like I said, if I can just, anything I can tell anybody, just just to believe, bro, and, and, and to use that faith, whoever you believe in, uh, believe in yourself, shoot, 100%, at least they can get you somewhere. Um, but God's going to take you. Yeah, it's going to take you for real. Ain't no limits on that. For sure, I, you kind of you kind of answer my answer my question or my last question, but I'm gonna ask it anyway. Okay. Make sure you know we clarify. My bad. Yeah. Uh, no, 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 you good, you good, you good, bro. I like it when it's when it's when it's real. You okay, gave yeah. it to me out. Um, what what advice would you give to anyone that's wanting to start this journey of entrepreneurship, regardless of what industry they want to get into? It could be in the food industry. It could be in the car industry, clothing industry, whatever. What 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 advice would you guys give being successful entrepreneurs? What would you say to encourage them? To encourage them? You got something. <laughs> what you uh, say? Well, don't expect overnight success. Ooh, that's a good one, too. Because a lot of people go into the business go into their own business thinking, uh, looking at somebody else's success or, or progress, and then they start to look at themselves. Don't measure your success against anybody else's because sometimes that might discourage you. And um, for me, it's like, keep going. Yeah. 
It doesn't happen overnight. It's not. There's no such thing as secret sauce. The secret is work. That's the secret. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> continuous. Continuous, continuous work. work. Yeah. And so uh, that's what I would like to share with, um, I guess, somebody that's starting out is don't come in with an open mind and come in with a mindset to work. Yeah. And um, figure things out. Be ready to solve problems because if you're in a position of leadership, Things are going to come your way, and you can't always whine about it. You got to man up, put your big girl panties on, and go out there and get it done. So for me, it's the work. Yeah. Consistency. Mm -hmm. Don't give up. And, and trust in and in, in believe in yourself and God. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. I, well, I would just say uh, just make sure you put that plan together, uh, whatever it is yeah, sure. uh, that you got, that big dream. Uh, put it on some paperwork. Mm -hmm. uh, Devise a plan on how to get to it and just do it a little bit at a time. Don't don't go so fast and hit the main goal. Just hit the little small goals, hit the little temporary uh, short-term goals first, and then, you know, eventually get to that big thing uh, because uh, nobody made it to the top of the mountain uh, without starting at the bottom, and that's just the way it is. And surround yourself with great people. For sure, yeah, that's another thing. Yes. Yeah, got to got to remember to add that in there because mm -hmm. that's gonna push you the hardest. That's gonna yeah. push you the hard. You need somebody that's holding you accountable. Yeah. For sure, yeah. Don't just say something and you're not doing nothing. You need somebody to say, "Bro, you lying. Yeah. Like, you, you really didn't do what you said you was gonna do, yeah. fam. You, yeah. yeah, you really didn't follow that through. You know, you didn't execute. Yeah, yeah. you got to hear that, and it hurts you sometimes. Yeah. But yeah. I'm telling you, you need that. You need that if you prepare. If depending on what you where you plan on going, you are gonna need some people pushing you. Uh, uh, and another one more thing. <laughs> I know I got a lot, but but one more thing is is to is to uh, is is that that uh, and it's something we're working on also is that you know you're gonna need more than just yourself. Uh, it's gonna take more than just one person uh, to take over the world. You know you're gonna need a team. Uh, anybody that's up there has a team behind them. Uh, nothing is overnight, but you have to build your team one person at a time. Like I said, even us two, we work ourselves crazy, but we know we need a team to be more effective. Mm -hmm. For sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, especially when you're dealing with something that you're so passionate about, man, mm -hmm. it's not always easy to trust and obligate things to people that, that's For not sure. as passionate about it as you. Because, you know, like, the Legendary Institute, that's y'all baby. Yeah. You know how you feel about your newborn yes. baby? Like, anybody's just going to hold my baby. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? So, especially when people ain't serious about it. Because, like me, I just can speak for myself. Like, when I'm serious about it, I'm serious. I'm a Virgo. So, yeah. I, I go a whole nother level. You know, I put my mind to it. It's real. Yeah. So, I don't want you coming around me playing. You know? Yeah. So. That's true. Yeah, that's true. Sure. With a team, like yeah, getting back sure. on track, you need you need yeah, a team. That's, yeah, you for sure need a team. Though. They take sure a village, team. man. Yeah, for, for real. sure. Yeah. Yo. I think I I think that's another thing that uh black black entrepreneurs have a problem with, like trusting people and trusting yeah, people with your did. stuff. Yeah. And you know, I understand. And, and, and even us, like I said, we 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 battle with that every day. Like, oh, we don't know who to bring in, or right. we don't want to mess it up, or whatever. But you just got to trust the process, right. and uh and, and just know it's gonna take more than you. It's going to take more than you. It, it is. You know, is. you got to start it, but it's going to, if you want it to grow. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But God, you know, God got his way of moving them, the right people in your yeah. direction. Yeah. You know? Yes, sir. Like minds, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. It's gonna, the laws of the universe, yeah. you're going to attract. Mm -hmm. um, let me ask y'all this. What's the, what's the social media? How, how can y'all be reached, man? You want to get down with the legendary institute? How can they get in touch with y'all? All right. Well, they can, they can, first, they can go to our uh, website, legendaryinstitute.org. Or they can just attend, just go and check out all our social media platforms, see what we're doing in the community at uh, Legendary Institute, uh, our Instagram, Facebook, uh, TikTok, you can follow us on TikTok. Uh, or if you want to follow us personally, uh, you got Yo Yo Joiner, uh, and also My Pink Mood. I'm sorry, I know I said no, it for you. <laughs> My Pink Mood on Instagram, Facebook. Uh, also, uh, me, uh, VJ the Prince, Facebook, Instagram, pretty much every, every type of social media that is, or LinkedIn, you know. Yeah, still the same name, VJ the Prince or Legendary Institute. Yeah, yeah. for sure, for yeah. sure, man. Yes. Hey, I appreciate y'all for taking yes. time out y'all schedule to come be with us on the Gain and Retain 365 platform, man. I really do. Um, anything that y'all want to say before we before we sign off? Well, we just uh, 
Thank you for well, having us you for and having us uh, sharing our story. And if it can uplift or inspire or empower yeah. the next person, then we've yeah, done we our sure job. Yeah, hope we did so. our job, man. And then we want to say, too, we, we love what you do, bro. And we want you to continue to go hard yes. and continue to empower Appreciate people yeah. because uh, we need it, man. We need it from our people, seeing our yeah. people do it. It's, it's pushing us to higher limits. And like I said, even though we might not be at the top yet, I can see us black people, like we are growing tremendously. Yes, and I just say, you just got to get in, get in line, get in place, man. Cause yeah. God is, them blessings is coming. And uh, 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 just keep doing your thing, bro. Cause you, you for sure is helping somebody uh, go further in life. Nah, I, I would agree it, with that. Yeah. I appreciate it. You know, sometimes we need that reassurance, man. I appreciate mm -hmm. it, bro. For sure. For sure. Man, I wish y'all well on all future endeavors, man. Everything gonna be legendary. You know what I'm saying? Yes, We're gonna speak it into existence. Yes. I love the name, man. Yeah. <laughs> what it stands for. Um, just, man, I wish blessings on y'all, for sure. For sure. Thank so, you. Amen. We appreciate that. Yeah, don't just dream legendary, become legendary. Say that. Another one out slowly. <laughs> Couldn't hear on a better note, man. Yes, sir. For sure. Appreciate y'all.